I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. I stayed up till about 2 a.m. last night waiting for the, I don't know why, the Marvel and Star Wars announcements from Disney's Investor Day. Um which is basically this big old circle jerk investors meeting where they all the Disney executives, you know, Kathleen Kennedy, who does Lucasfilm, Kevin Feige from Marvel, uh, Pete Doctor from uh, Pixar, like they all have their investors that Disney needs to, you know, show off the content to come to make sure they're still having the money roll in and uh, obviously because of COVID, it's all, like, live-streamed. So I just fuck. I was like, fucking sure. <laughs> I'll watch it. And the point that I started watching it, they're announcing this new streaming service, like, add-on for Disney+, Plus, which is going to be called Star, and it's got all the, like, 20th Century Fox properties. Because obviously Disney bought 20th Century Fox, and now they own, like, The Simpsons, like, fucking everything, like, so much. Die Hard, Alien, they're doing a new Alien show. It's you can't like just if I was just to talk about Star Wars and Marvel in this podcast, it wouldn't even scratch the surface of the amount of content they're making for their different streaming services. Disney own FX, you know, they own National Geographic, they own Hulu, which isn't I don't think is it available in the UK? I don't know. I haven't got Hulu, but that that's all got original shows on there, so that's an extra different streaming service to Disney Plus. And there's all these they announced all these Hulu shows they're gonna make. They got fucking new like original. They say original, they're all like remakes or reimagines of different things, different shows for Disney Plus. Like like a Beauty and the Beast show and shit like that. And then there's, then there's Pixar, and they're doing all their fucking... They're doing a new Cars TV show. Plus, like, a Lightyear film, you know? They, that's just two things that they do. You can look at the whole lineup on this fucking... You can look, you know, look at the the uh, the highlights of last night. Just, re- just an unbelievable amount of content. 
it is no surprise that Disney are just going to own the world, you know? If they follow through with most of these things and they all make reasonable profit, Disney will just have enough money to buy Warner Brothers. That's my prediction. In the next two years, Disney will buy Warner Brothers and they'll have DC and they'll have fucking Harry Potter. And before you know it, it will just, they'll all be rebooted and they'll have different shows going for those and fuck it. Oh my God. The amount of stuff they already own though is just ridiculous. You know? Like FX, like just like, like small announcements they do. Like they've, they've announced four new series seasons of it's always sunny in Philadelphia, four new series. It's going to be on series 18, making it the longest running live action sitcom of all time. And that's just one thing they're doing. <laughs> that's just like 1% of what they're doing. That's half a percent ridiculous they're just oh my god and it's just i mean i i know this this thing was for the investors so obviously it's like they keep talking about profit and um this year we made a billion dollars on this and a billion dollars on that or whatever and it's just like jesus christ they're just gonna own everything until amazon buys them and then amazon will own everything i wonder if amazon could afford to buy disney at this point probably not disney owns so much so much but yeah today i'm going to be just looking at what um what they've announced in terms of star wars and marvel so yeah i got to see like kathleen kennedy come out the um the witch of lucasfilm the one who's been driving it into the ground for the last five years so george lucas sold lucasfilm to disney in 2014 and they started making their own content in 2015 so we had the sequel trilogy and like Rogue One and Solo and nearly all of those projects had directors leave because of how poorly managed Lucasfilm is and they've announced so many and I'm just thinking about all those different directors and writers who will leave the projects because of how poorly it's managed they've announced two Mandalorian spin-off shows Rangers of the Old Republic and Ahsoka I think everyone was expecting the Ahsoka one because of how well she was received in live action from the Mandalorian show. And she was already a fan favorite from the uh, the Clone Wars TV show, which I've never seen because it's for children. But, you know, if that's what you're into, it's like the last it's like uh, Lucas linchpin like left, I think. It's the last thing that he had significant involvement in, kind of. I know it's the Dave Filoni show, but I think Dave Filoni is the big like George Lucas fanboy. And uh, when Floney's making The Mandalorian, it's like the only thing that George Lucas will show up for and like give uh, give his two cents in anymore. So it's like the last um, thing from that. And Filoni's like, Filoni's like signature character at this point has become Ahsoka Tano. And because she's, you know, she's just done so well on The Mandalorian for that one episode she was in. And they've got this uh, Rosario Dawson playing her. It's just, it's no surprise whatsoever that this is going to happen. I know that she was Anakin Skywalker's apprentice and she left the Jedi Order because she's got those two white lightsabers to represent how she isn't part of the Order or something. And uh, that's all I know, really. Is it going to be like a younger her 
Well, no, Rosario Dawson's going to be, be the same. I don't know. Someone let me know what they think it's going to be because I don't know or care. <laughs> I think that it will... No, I think it will just carry on from where she was in the Mandalorian. She's going to go off and find uh, that fucking blue Admiral that everyone's so excited to see. Admiral Thrawn. That's what it will be, I reckon. And you'll get um, that Katie Sackoff Mandalorian who everyone was also like... <laughs> like when these when these characters who are already established in the, the Clone Wars show up in Mandalorian and I watch it, I'm like, all oh, right, yeah. And then I go on Twitter and there's all these people like, oh my God, it's it's her. And it's her and it's him. And I'm like, who? And who? Who? Oh, right. Like one, like one guy watched this just like, no way, it's going to be them. And I'm like, Psh, I don't know who these people are. I don't know anything about their history it's just the sort of thing you know these things about star wars is these are some things you just learn from like osmosis you know they're just in the cultural zeitgeist like you don't even have to watch the show to just kind of know what's going on um in like the clone wars because it's just so in like imprinted in star wars lore at this point like sometimes they'll say stuff on mandalorian and they're like uh some kind of they'll make some kind of reference or, or uh, so in like the Rogue One, <clears throat> there's a scene where they're trying to get the plans out of this bunker, and they're like, "Oh no, not this, not this box. We need a different box. This box has got the dark saber in it." And I'm like, "Oh, that sounds like some kind of law thing." It's just stuff like that constantly happens in Mandalorian, where I'm just like, "I'm sure that's explained further on. That's explained somewhere before in some kind of Star Wars book or Star Wars comic book." Or Star Wars fucking TV show that I never saw because those animated ones are for kids. I'm sorry, but those animated ones are for kids. No disrespect. Watch them at your leisure. Maybe they're great. I don't know. I'm just shit on them for no reason. Anyway, so yeah, they're making Ahsoka Tano and some show called fucking... Uh, what, what was it called again? Rangers of the New Republic. I don't know what that means. What's the new... Uh, is it is it? Well, that's take place after like episode nine. They gotta like expand. I swear to God, Star Wars just it always takes place in in between at some point in between these six films or slightly after episode six. You know, can't we go f fucking after episode nine, please? You know, let's just t try and expand this universe. Everything's like, oh, how did they get the Death Star plans? How did Han Solo get his blaster? How did fucking the fucking Mandalorian in between episode six and episode seven? It's just like, can we not just can we not just bring it out a bit? You know, I want to see after episode nine. I want nothing to do with like anything I've seen before. You know, or just little tastes here and there. It's just a reason why Star Wars just feels like it's a repackaged version of everything you've seen before. You know. And part of it's because they just they're just so a part of the rest of them, you know. They just they don't dare to go any further than fucking they need to. It's like why? Is it because this is where the Jedi are? Is it because you can't deviate too far from the Clone Wars? 
I don't understand, but whatever. They're making another animated show called Star Wars The Bad Batch, which is probably some kind of Clone Wars, Rebels type show. Fine. I tried watching that Star Wars Rebels a few years ago. I used to have this podcast called um, Blanket Bros Film Podcast with my friend Jack. And I remember watching a few episodes of the Rebels and enjoying it. And I talked to him about it on the podcast and telling him to get into it. And then we never spoke about it again on the podcast or in real life. <laughs> For whatever reason, that show did not hook us in any way. Um, but I remember enjoying it. Like, I, I remember thinking, this is fine. You know, all the characters are cool. You know, I think it was just because I, I hadn't had any Star Wars content for so long. I was I was just willing to watch an animated show. Because this was before, like, Episode 7 had come out. So, um, before I was fucking ruined and sick of Star Wars. Um, Star Wars Andor starring Rogue One's Diego Luna, everyone's favorite character. I, you know, I watched Rogue One the other night. And I think I can watch it comfortably just as a space war film, you know. As soon as you... Because there's, there's just no fun in that film whatsoever. All the characters are so fucking miserable. And the storyline's so fucking dark and drab. It starts off with this poor guy getting shot for no reason. Like, Cassian Andor comes in to this little, like, uh, like just shitty town on some planet and there's this guy and Cassian Andor's like oh I need give me the inf- give me the information I need the information and the guy's like no man I'm gonna get killed I don't wanna get killed I need to get out of here and he's got like his arms in like a sling he's such a pl- pathetic dude and he's like give me he pushes him up against the wall he's like give me the information and the guy's like fuck alright gives it to him and then stormtroopers come and they shoot that guy and I'm like this is how you're gonna start your film where's the fun where's the fucking intrigue you know, where's the scene where Cassian Andor's like, oh, give me the information. And the guy's like, Psh, no, I don't work for you. It says some kind of funny quip, like, Psh, you're not the only sharpshooter in the galaxy. Shoots him in the foot. Psh. And then they both have to team up because stormtroopers come and they run off. And it's like a cool, exciting action sequence where they both get in a speeder and they go. But then one of them gets knocked off slightly and he's hanging on the side. And he's like, you're going to give me the information now? And they're being chased. And he's like, uh, you pull me in, I'll give you the information. He's like, we haven't got much time, man. <laughs> Not, nothing fun like that happened in Rogue One. All the characters are miserable. And I can watch it purely for like the action sequences, which are fun. because Well, they're not fun. They're just like exciting. There's a difference between exciting and fun, you know? I'm not watching the film having fun. I'm just watching it and going, yeah, that all looks really good, you know, except for when they're talking in a scene and it's just shot reverse shot. It's just not not interesting in any way. That was another film where, like, the director was removed from it. And I think it was because, um, I can't remember why. There's another thing about these style. I don't think I've talked about this, just how they're just always leaving directors. But yeah, that character, Cassie Nandor, so he better fucking be more chirpy in this, I swear to God. What an absolute bore. I'm sorry, but he was the main character of the film, other than um, the girl. And he was a miserable fuck. 
go have some go have some like i just watched the latest mandalorian episode and it has bill burr in it maybe i'll talk about this at the end maybe i'll do like a talk about mandalorian at the end but and he's so fucking funny (laughs) (laughs) i know he's like one of the best comedians of all time but he's like he's so funny and charismatic he just don't give a fuck about being there and that's this kind of like they should do a show about him that character cassian andor I've been fighting for this my entire life. Shut the fuck up. Boring. Boring character. And also, you know he's going to die. You know he dies at the end of Rogue One. Spoilers. So where's the stakes? What, we're just going to watch this guy get more... So he's going to start off kind of fun and cool and there'll be like space spy heists going on. And then what? He's just going to... He's going to get more and more drab throughout like a wet sock wet sock and or towards the end of the show series fucking nine at the end of series nine he's gonna be wet sock and or and then it's gonna start off with him uh being on the rebel base and then jenna so walks in and then i'm like all right yeah right now i just have to watch rogue one and that's the end of his story because he just fucking dies at the end i want to see characters i don't know if they're gonna die you know where's the tension if man's just gonna die at the end i've already seen him die I think this was probably a decision because this this has been in development for so long. Um, I remember this being uh, an idea that was in development like ages ago, like a few years ago. So it's so it's so it far into development that they probably just can't cancel it. But fuck me, hopefully it's good, eh? Now this one sounds kind of cool. Um, the Acolyte, a new Star Wars series helmed by Russian Doll. I haven't watched Russian Doll. Um, something one of my mates has seen it and he says it's good. It's like a Netflix show. It's uh, directed by this lady, Leslie Headgate, Headland. Set in the High Republic area, era of the franchise. The Acolyte. I, I was watched something about this nerd and he's talking about how that's like some kind of Sith thing. Like a Sith apprentice. Fine. Fine. I mean, it sounds like it's going to be, like, set thousands of years before the start of fucking uh, The Phantom Menace. I want to go forward. I'm going to go forward in time. But, yeah, that's kind of interesting, I suppose. That's kind of interesting. I don't, We haven't seen a... Um, Star Wars story from like just a Sith's point of view like a bad guy's point of view maybe it'll be in a time where I don't know anything about the High Republic era this thing that they say it's going to be based on but hopefully that's where just Sith are just fucking wasting Jedi and uh, there's this one younger Sith who doesn't know whether he wants to be a Sith anymore and he goes sort of rogue Maybe it'll be that. Or maybe it won't. But yeah, I watched, uh, yeah, fine. (laughs) (laughs) Look, they can announce all they want, but unless they announce something, I actually... That sounds so cynical. That sounds so cynical. Just where's the love in your heart, Max? Where's the love? Where's the love for Star Wars? It's just not there. It's just not there anymore. 
you know? And that's coming from a guy who's been watching Mandalorian every week and enjoying it, you know? But whatever. I used to fucking love Star Wars. I've got a Empire Strikes Back poster on my wall, you know? Star Wars was, was my thing until maybe... Yeah, since before, Disney era is when it really just sort of came... Like, I, I enjoyed Force Awakens and I liked Solo a little bit. Not majorly, but it was enjoyable when I was watching it, as from what I can remember. And last year I had some, you know, interesting ideas, but it was just mostly just, like, weird and trying to be a comedy the whole time. Um, But yeah, I just, like, where's... It just all seems so bland. It's all such bland content. Like, if you look at the the slate with Kathleen Kennedy standing in front of this slate, of all the projects they're working on, and they're all in the same perfect font, you know, and it's just lit- it's literally like a manufacturing thing where they're just pumping them out. They will say Star Wars, and then something else underneath, and it's all got their own their own little little box around it, or they're all in their little fun little little three D looking font. That's similar to what's happened with all the Disney content, to be honest. It all just looks so the same. Just perfectly down the middle, you know. It's catered to as many demographics as we can. So, yeah. I want to see the fucking uh, HBO, HBO Max uh, event fucking uh, investor day. That's what I want to see. But yeah, here's something that I think I might maybe care about. <clears throat> Hayden Christensen is returning as Darth Vader in Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, I think people already thought this might happen, but since he's, re- he's returning as Darth Vader, fine. Yeah, okay, fine. It's amazing how everyone's like opinion of Hayden Christensen is just completely like 180 in the last fucking... Uh, seven years you know I remember when everyone hated him and everyone thought it was his fault that he was so terrible in uh, the prequel trilogy and now it's so kind of um, accepted that it was George Lucas that wasn't and I think it was probably Red Letter Media's Star Wars reviews that kind of established that as the reason for um, why he was so bad it was just the poor direction you know he's a good actor in some stuff that isn't Star Wars. I saw a film called Shattered Glass where he plays this fake journalist and he's like, I wouldn't say it's a dissimilar character from Anakin Skywalker. He's very whiny still, but he's also kind of cool and charismatic the whole time. Um, and I, I watched it and I was like, yeah, okay, this is a, he's a good actor. He's in stuff. He can be in stuff good. <laughs> But he, he he's obviously an actor that needs some direction, and that was his problem during uh, all that and the dialogue. I mean, how can you make... I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere. Into a good line. Poor fucker. He needed good direction, and he needed the script to be punched up a bit. It wasn't his fault. And it's interesting, yeah, like I say, it's interesting now that everyone's just sort of excited at the prospect of him coming back because he was just fucking terrible in those films. And it's just, you know, so what's the storyline going to be? Are they going to do maybe a flashback 
that'd be all right. Flashback to like in between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith between Anakin and Obi-Wan. But it won't be that, I don't think. It's going to be Darth Vader coming down to Tatooine and he's going to be hunting Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan's going to try and uh, protect Luke Skywalker. But Darth Vader can't know that Luke Skywalker's there because if he does, it doesn't work for the continuity. Wait, it doesn't need fucking Darth Vader say, when I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. Didn't he say that in uh, Star Wars? So how does it work? They just meet up again. I thought the whole point was they hadn't seen each other for fucking years. If this, this is going to be set 10 years after... Um, 10 years... What was a fucking film called? 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. And you have... Obi-Wan on Tatooine. Like, looking over Luke from afar, making sure he's good. Protecting him from afar. Played by Ewan McGregor. And, uh... And then what? So Darth Vader's gonna be, like, looking for Obi-Wan... Maybe it'll be like they'll cut between the two. So it'll be Obi but it's gonna be called Kenobi though. It can't just be about Vader. It'll maybe we'll do like Obi-Wan some Obi-Wan sh- shenanigans. Darth Vader's hunting uh Jedi and he's looking for Obi-Wan and he's getting information from different Jedi. Where is he? I don't know. Do you know who I really am? No, <laughs> And he just fucking kills him. And then he has to look for different uh, Jedi artifacts that will point him in the... If that makes no sense. Jedi artifacts that will point him in the direction of where Obi-Wan is. He's found the... I've found the Jedi Wayfinder, which points towards Tatooine. My home planet. And then he get he finally gets all the way to Tatooine. He's like, fuck, there's sand everywhere. <laughs> I remember this place. No wonder I left. <laughs> it's so, so fucking dumb. Know, maybe it won't be that. I don't know. Maybe uh, Obi Wan will go up in a ship, and he has to re—he uh, reunites with some fucking lost character from the Clone Wars that he liked or something, and then he has to go up in a ship on some mission and just completely disregard because he can't just be on Tatooine the whole show, can he? Because that'd be boring. He has to go to ten different shows. No, not ten different shows. Two, ten different planets. I have to go all the way up here. I have to go to the different... To uh, Endor. And he goes all the way to Endor. And he meets Darth Vader there. So, it has been ten years. And then he, uh, Obi-Wan cuts his face. And then you'll see Hayden Christensen like a bit in the mask, you know. Fuck, what have you done? <laughs> you fucking prick. Or maybe it'll be, I mean, they established in one of them. I can't remember which one. One of the new Disney ones, Last Jedi, I think, that you can communicate through the Force and they can kind of, like, fight in the Force and stuff. Like, they can be in two separate locations but be talking to each other. So maybe... Obi-Wan and Vader will talk to each other that way. And Obi-Wan will be like, okay, I need to leave because uh, he'll find me if I'm here through the Force. So he 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 chooses to leave Tatooine. 
even though it makes no sense. <laughs> he chooses to leave Tatooine and he goes in hiding somewhere else. And it's like a cat and mouse chase between Obi-Wan and Vader. And they talk to each other through the Force. Where are you now, Obi-Wan? Well, you'll never find me, Darth. That's another thing. Isn't it funny how before the, the idea that Luke Skywalker was Anakin Skywalker's son, before there was that was even an idea, when Obi-Wan meets Darth Vader on the on the original Death Star, he says, um Darth Vader's like, When I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. And Obi-Wan's like, only a master of evil, Darth. He calls him Darth, like it's his name. Like his name was always Darth Vader. So go now, so they going back to the pre they go to the prequels and oh, they're all called Darth. You know? Wouldn't he just call him Anakin? And obviously it's because George Lucas had no idea that he was gonna decide that he was gonna be um Anakin Skywalker. Or that Anakin Skywalker was gonna be uh there was gonna be an Anakin Skywalker. Or did they say Anakin? I can't remember. Only a master of evil, Darth. Why did you call me Darth? You know my my true name. Darth Vader should have been like, it's kind of weird that you call me Darth. Like We knew each other all those years. You know who I am. Star Wars Lando is a new event series coming to Disney+. Plus. I remember when they announced this one, and I was thinking, because they, they don't show the, the, the sizzle reel. They just show... Um, they because they show that to the investors. They don't show it to the fucking schmucks at our home, like me and you. We couldn't possibly see the sizzle reel at that time, even though it makes no difference. So when they said Lando, it, it wasn't clear whether it was an animated show, you know, or a live action show. Donald, they didn't say anything like Donald Glover was going to return. So I don't know how now, because I've seen all over Twitter, Donald Glover's going to be back. I don't know how now the people know that unless they release some kind of. Star, at Star Wars on Twitter, like, said Donald Glover will return as the iconic role of Lando Carizium that he was terrible in. Well, he wasn't terrible. He was fine. But he was just doing an impression. I think uh, old Nerenreich was better in that film because he wasn't just doing an impression of Harrison Ford. He was doing a... Um, like his own interpretation, you know? And I really like Donald Glover. I think he's fucking talented as fuck. Like, one of the most talented people working in the entertainment business today. Like, the amount of fucking pies man has his fingers in. You know, he's doing that whole show, Atlanta, which which I haven't seen all of. I've seen a few episodes, and it was fucking great. I never got back into it. He does his Childish Gambino stuff, which is fucking amazing. Um, And there's other stuff he does, obviously. <laughs> I can't think of anything else, but he does the TV shows, you know... Uh, He's in films and that. But, you know, like a few years ago at the uh, Golden Globes or the Emmys, and he just fucking absolutely cleared house with Atlanta. He took home every fucking award that he could that he took that he could get, you know? And I was, I, that was the main thing I was excited for when I saw Solo, which I still enjoyed, like I said before. I still liked it, but I was disappointed. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Pointed in his performance because it did seem so caricature and impression-y compared to Aaron Reich, who was more just sort of natural. Like he wasn't trying to emulate Harrison Ford or do it like he did it, you know? So this felt like more of a character as opposed to an impression. So I'm, you know, I'm curious. I think this is just their roundabout way of doing a Han Solo show, kind of, because Solo didn't do well. So they can't do a Solo TV show now or a Solo sequel. So I think they'll just do a Lando show and then every other episode, uh, old Naren Reich will be in it as Han Solo. Because you know they fucking got him in that contract, don't you? They know they're just <laughs> that he signed his fucking life away for doing that one average Star Wars film. Well, now you have to be back for every Disney Plus show that we need you for, and you have to do nineteen sequels, and we'll pay you slightly more for everyone you do. So I would not be surprised at all if this becomes like a solo Lando kind of buddy cop show or something. Or maybe it's not. You know, maybe it would just be about Lando and. His, you know, shenanigans that he gets up to. Maybe he'll be pansexual. Jake Kirsten says that he might be pansexual. I remember when that was a whole thing when Solo was coming out. Lando Calrissian is pansexual. And then everyone was like, well, he can't be pansexual. And then other people were like, well, that's great that he's pansexual. And then you watch the film and there's just nothing in it to say that he's pansexual whatsoever. At least, well, I mean, maybe it'll be before he's met Han Solo and he'll have that fucking robot in it. The Phoebe Waller-Bridger robot. Who, at the end of the film, like, shoves her brain into the uh, Millennium Falcon. And that's how they get through the Kessel run. That whole thing was stupid as well. What, what do you think, what could Star Wars do that would get you back on board? Make more series like The Mandalorian. Because right. like, it's, it's in the universe, but apart from Boba Fett now being in it, there's no, there's no callbacks or references, really, to the main plot line of Luke Skywalker trying to blow up a big circular gun in the sky, which is the only plot in Star Wars. Um you know, it's it's very standalone. It's very takes its time. Um, it's very patient, and it's, it's very episodic. It's very episodic, but you know, and it it explores a whole load of stuff that we either don't really know about as casual fans, or is about stuff that is part of this big system and big universe and big set of stories, 
but is it is its own is its own little thing you could watch the mandalorian having no idea about star wars having never seen any of the films didn't even know star wars existed you can watch that and still have an enjoyable tv series yeah set in a set in a world that is clearly part of a bigger thing but isn't obviously referencing every five minutes for little nudge nudge wink winks to the audience yeah, well, this is the thing with like nerds or dudes with boyfriends who like Star dudes who are boyfriends of a girl who's never seen Star Wars. Is they just show them Mandalorian, and then at the end of the first episode, there's a little baby Yoda. Yeah, and then people are just involved. Yeah, and you know, yeah, I don't. That's that's a little bit annoying that that it's got such a following purely because one animatronic is cute as fuck. Yeah, I mean, it's but genius. It is genius, genius, and it's just marketing again, isn't it? But. Like, the actual stories of Mandalorian, I think the actual Mando himself is well done as a kind of, uh, as a character, even though you barely see his face ever. I like the callbacks to wider things in the universe without it being, hey, look, this is a Millennium Falcon, <laughs> without it being any of that sort of thing. Um, ATSTs. Yeah. 80, oh, remember when, oh, look, he's got a fucking blue lightsaber. I wonder what that means. I bet it's Luke. Oh, it's obviously Luke. Luke, 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 Luke. Um, I'll, yeah, I know you like, keep saying Luke, but where's, what's Luke showing up in? <laughs> Nothing. He's, just the, he's been in the... He's just the, the poster boy of the bellendery that is though. What are you talking about? He's only been in, like... He's been in the sequel trilogy, like, very little, really. He's been in The Last Jedi for the whole film. I was more taking the mick out of the, the hyper fans that are obsessed with Luke. I mean, I would just be surprised. turning up every five seconds as some sort of force ghost. Where's Luke going to be here? Who's going to be forward? Where's Yoda? Just, just let's have a story. I would really like a bounty hunter story about, about, about bounty hunters that we've never heard of before. Never, They've got nothing to do with Jabba the Hutt or any of this sort of thing. But literally just a bounty hunter that's going around collecting bounties. Yeah, I mean, this is as close as you're going to get to that, though, yeah. really. Because you still have to have some connection. The thing is with Star Wars, you have you still have to have some connection to something. No, you don't. You have to have a hundred million thousand connections to Luke's lightsaber. <laughs> in fact, he snubbed his sister in one of the episodes. That's it. I'm it's- not saying you have to to make it good. I'm saying they have to do it to get people involved, to, to appeal to the people that yeah. want that. It has to. You have to. For that reason. As soon as there is a... I want that. That's what I want. But you still... Like, I would like the Mandalorian show without Baby Yoda. That's That'd mm. be great. But you have to have that that uh, Jedi connection there. I don't mind there being a Jedi connection there, but I want the Jedi connection to be its own Jedi story in the Jedi, within the rules of the Jedi system. The, you know, the, the storyline of the Jedi, the Force, or this sort of thing. I really... I want stories involving all that. I want them to be their own little unique thing. You know, I'd love to see a series where it's a five-part series or a ten-part series, which is purely Qui-Gon training Obi-Wan or something Mm. like that, you know? And, like, the difficulty that it is and how hard it is to actually become a Jedi and to learn the Force. Yeah. And the toll it takes on your head and your body and all all this, and your spirit, probably, because it's the Force. And all this sort of thing. And the frustrations and the arguments and Qui-Gon getting pissed off at the amount of failing that Obi-Wan does. And Obi-Wan trying to get approval but also trying to be his own man and all this sort of thing. I'd love to see something like that. Not even Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon, they're just characters that we already know. So obviously that ticks all the fan boxes. But like... It could be Johnny Schnob and Captain Joker. Yeah, Captain Captain Mando and and Corporal Death Star. If they just... (laughs) You know, if there's something like that, it's in, well, the, I think you're probably in, get, in the universe, but nothing to get, do with the story we know. Right. 
Because that's my yeah. only problem with Star Wars. They keep playing the same notes over and over again. Well, you know they've announced 10 different Star Wars Disney Plus series. Oh, come on then, lay them on me. I mean, I've already talked about them on the first part, but I'll just see what you think. Um, I might re-edit this so that this takes place just before the Marvel discussion because okay. it would make more sense of continuity. But I might not. Well, you haven't mentioned all of them. You went through the Marvel ones. No, I, when I was here on my own, oh, I, see. I okay. talked about uh, Star Wars. Um, so Mandalorian is getting two spin-offs. Brilliant. Rangers of the New Republic. These are they, You won't know about who these are because you haven't seen series two. Okay, who are the Rangers of the New Republic? Oh, they're the guys in the... Are they the people recruiting for the New Republic in the X-Wing? Maybe, yeah, I think so, yeah. Fine, okay. And Ahsoka. See, yeah, all right. I'll allow it, mostly because I like Rosario Dawson. Yeah. I think Ahsoka's an interesting character. Uh, This is an animated show. You're not going to watch this. Uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch. What is that? Bad Batch. What is that going to be about? An animated series about the bad batch of clones, of clones from the Clones Wars. From will debut exclusively on Disney Plus. Yep, didn't give a slightly tiny fuck about that. Uh, Star Wars Andor, which is about the character. Cassian Andor. Cassian Andor from Rogue One. Yeah, what do you reckon about him? We've seen him yeah. already. This is exactly what I mean. Like, yeah, he's good in a standalone film. I'm happy with him being in a standalone film. This is why I like Rogue One. It's so standalone. It's uh, so even miserable, though, it's a, though. Even though it's about so the miserable. pissing Death Star. If I see one more Death Star, I'm going to kill somebody. But like, yeah, fine. But I've seen him now. He's a character. That's a standalone story. Leave it alone. I want to see a. I want to see a, a film about Bergalit. Good feeling your feelings. There's this show called The Acolyte which is a show about set in the High Republic era of Star, of Star Wars. Yeah, I'd be interested in that. It's like about Sith and shit. Yeah, Old Republic. Zero characters we know. Uh, Hayden Christensen is going to be in the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Good for him. As Darth Vader. Is Ewan McGregor playing Obi-Wan Kenobi? Oh, yeah. Oh, no fucks given at all then. Well, why would why would it not be you and McGregor? Just if it's, it's going to be about in between. It's going to be like episode in between episode I, three and episode four. I don't care. Do you reckon? What did could, you think it was going to be? <laughs> I, just, I, just, I, don't, uh, I just don't care about characters. Reason. What you said is you and McGregor going to be in it, and I said, and I was like, oh, see, he's only going to care if you and McGregor's in it. And then he no, said, no, no, I didn't care the before. Opposite. I just even care even less now. It's just it's just going to be filler footage that they didn't put in Revenge of the Sith. So I thought you liked you McGregor. I like you McGregor. Um, but I don't want an Obi-Wan show. Why? This is the only thing that Star Wars fans want. It's all they want. It's, they've been asking for this for years. Well, they should want something more in, than, in that than life. I've seen Obi-Wan. I know his story. Don't give a shit about the little details we missed out between three and four. Yeah. Don't care. What's, he get, what's it going to be about? Him? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking Obi-Wan. And if Anakin's going to be in it as, or if Vader's going to be in it with Christensen... The whole series is going to be about how Obi-Wan was shitting in a hole in the desert for 10 years, isn't it? No, he has to go into, he has to go into space. He's got to go into space. <laughs> he has to go to different planets. He's got to go into space. He's going to say flying is for droids. He's going to say that once, I bet you. Yeah. He's going to fight. So uncivilized. Yeah, so uncivilized. Hello there. 
Yeah, he's going to be doing that. He's going to do that thing where he holds his lightsaber in his arm with his two fingers pointing out. Oh, yeah. No no practical reason for that. No really. practical reason. He does that in one film S- once. S- and singe now, your sideburns when you're yeah, doing that. Yeah, exactly. He's done that in one film once, and now that's the Obi-Wan pose with a lightsaber. Yeah. Um, they're going to fight Darth Maul because classic. Oh, remember when... <laughs> tap, tap. Remember yeah. when Darth Maul fight Obi-Wan? Well, let's put that in the series as well because the fans will love that and we can make a toy out of it. Well, that makes sense as well, though, because in Solo, Darth Maul is on Tatooine. Uh, he shows up at the end of Solo. Yeah. So that makes... It makes sense in the canon. Yeah, don't give a fuck. Get rid of Obi-Wan. Nah, everyone loves this. Everyone's waiting for this. I, don't, I really could not care less about this one. And the timeline, that's, it works out because he's 10 years older than he was before. Yeah, it's going to be sort great. of 10 years later. Yeah. It's going to be set at the time when he's on Tatooine. Yeah, brilliant, yeah, great. Hooray. Being a hermit, doing nothing. But he's got to go into space. He's got to go into he's space. He's got to go out and so further. He, if he doesn't go into space, he can't say flying is for droids. Yeah. Don't care. No. He's going to cheat on it like he did not his wife. So I don't <laughs> That's why he's doing this, is because he lost so much money he in his just divorce. He's Wonga to, yeah. to, his, to his really selfish wife yeah, who wants like, to go on all, all right, the motorbike I'll do, trips. Uh, I'll do it. I guess yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. I guess I'll do uh, fucking uh, yeah. Star Wars I'll have, again. I'll have a weed drumstick while I'm at it. <laughs> I don't care about Obi-Wan series. I'd... I want to see a series of Obi-Wan in the woods and occasionally he, he a bear walks behind him. Jesus Christ, I thought you were a fucking bear. I thought you were a bear. Yeah. If yeah, if I wanted to see more of you and McGregor, then I'd get Apple TV and watch that bike show. Yeah. That's another that's another streaming service. No one's got that streaming service. No. Do you, no. Had you, had you know anyone who's got Apple Plus? I'll be honest with you, I didn't know Apple Plus existed until I saw the trailer for <laughs> long way uh, up your nose. Yeah. Didn't know. Couldn't care less. Move on from Obi-Wan, I was gonna piss me off. <laughs> A droid story, a new project for Disney. If the oh, go on, sorry. A new project for Disney Plus will feature a new hero alongside R two D two and C three PO. Alongside R two D two and C. Remember those films of R two and C three PO. Well, let's bring those pricks back <laughs> and do another one about callbacks. No, don't care. Next. I think it's gonna be an animated thing, probably. Oh, I don't know. I mean, fuck me. I can't imagine it's gonna be live action. I mean, Anthony Daniels is pretty old, so and he's the second most annoying person yeah <laughs> other than George Lucas and George Lucas Star Wars yeah Just so like great so let's have a film where we we do the classic joy jokes jokes and BB-8 turns up um, in a completely impractical way on sand with a ball movement Star Wars Lando is a new event series coming to Disney Plus let me guess who that's about is it a character we already know oh it's Lando yeah don't care Donald Glover don't give a fuck do you like Donald Glover? Yeah, sure. Well, he's so talented. He is really talented, yeah. I, I prefer Donald Glover to Star Wars. <laughs> well, you're in luck. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be in both. Your yeah. two favourite things combined, Donald Glover and Star Wars memorabilia. Yeah, I mean, I personally, with this project, I feel like this is just their roundabout way of continuing the solo film because that didn't do well at the box office. But it, like, I mean, I didn't really like him in the film, but... Lando... Um, wasn't in it enough, really. Well, I think he was... It, compared to old Aaron Reich, uh, Lando was... Uh, Donald Glover was just doing an impression of Lando. Aaron Reich was more kind of doing something different, you know? I felt... It felt very impression-y to me. Mm. Um, next thing... Uh, it's, it's interesting that it's called Event Series, by the way. Lando is in a new Event Series. So I imagine it's probably going to be like a one-and-done situation. 
or like a three-parter or something. Try and sound a bit interested. You know, we're doing a podcast. People are listening to this. Yeah, I know, but I think that... that oh, I'm just hoping Dave Filoni is listening. Dave Filoni's probably in charge. Dave Filoni and John Favreau, I guarantee, are fucking probably in charge of all of these. If so. John... Yeah, well, okay. Well, if John Favreau's involved, I feel like it would be a bit more sensible, I guess, yeah. and a bit more creative. Because that's my... The thing I'm, I'm missing in the, in is the creativity of it. It's it's the thinking outside the box of it all. So if they're doing a one where Lando's just going on crazy adventures, and it doesn't tie in in any way, shagging space aliens, shagging space aliens, boys and girls, exactly, um, and wearing his cape over his shoulder, wearing like like a golfer, yeah. wearing things <laughs> over his shoulders instead of properly, um, then 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 fine, you know, I'd be interested in watching it. I might watch one episode. You gotta show how Lando gets on Cloud City. Yeah. You have to show that. Otherwise, how did he get there? Yeah, I like the idea that he did, that he managed that by like bit like through some scam. Like yeah. he like he somehow made people believe that he was kind of a really successful kind of bureaucrat or businessman. A, or yeah, really kind of um, straight down the line successful businessman or something. And in actual yeah. fact, he spent you know he's a he's a crim. Yeah. That would be quite He cool. just conned his way to the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Well, I don't think... Well, I don't know. Now I think about it, it'll probably just take place just after Solo. Um, and it'll be like... Like, our old Nerorak is Han Solo will probably be in it. And yeah. there'll be like every other episode he's in it and they have to do funny things. Yeah. You know? It's going to be Laurel and Hardy in space. Yeah. The next one is called... Star Wars Visions is an upcoming anime anthology series coming to Disney Plus. Anime anthology. Anime anthology. Anime, yeah. About what? It's an anthology series. Okay. It could be about lots of things. Are they all going to be the same fucking characters? It's an anthology series. (laughs) So it could be about anything. So what are the anthologies so far? Uh, well, this is so. This you've got is, story, the the Star Wars story, like Rogue One, the Star Wars story, yeah. and you've got the anthology, which is four, five, six, seven, eight, hundred, one, no, two, anthology, one. No, that's the that's the main story. The anthology ones are just the separate ones that don't the connect. offshoot ones. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you know how like Black Mirror is like an anthology show where every yeah, yeah. episode there's a different thing. Okay. Anthology ones that'd be quite good. I'd like them to bounce around in time a bit yeah. in there, not like time travel, but in the timeline. Yeah. So that you've got one or two episodes about a crazy mission from the high from the the old republic. You've got like a three episode special of the downfall of the first Sith or something. Yeah. That would be quite cool. Um like one episode thing where like the first person discovers the force and just, yeah. and gets to like six years old and can suddenly like has can kind of hear people and he has kind of tingly fingers a lot of the time and can move balls around and stuff. That would be quite a good one-off. The thing is, Guy, that there'd be no Death Star in no, there, would there? The, so the, the, the nature of animation is you can bring in any character because the animation doesn't age. So we'll probably get like a Han Solo oh, show. Fuck. We'll get like a. We'll probably get like a Luke, Luke Skywalker probably be in it for the an episode Luke or two. Luke Skywalker anthology anime. He'll be in it. It'll be there'll be a one in between episode five and episode six where yeah. he has to build his lightsaber. Yeah, that will yeah. be the episode. There's going to be one between Master Yoda. Yeah. Build your lightsaber, you will. There's going to be and then one. He builds it, and then the episode ends, 
No, he has to someone he he has to build it in the neck of time. So there's yeah. like there's like these aliens the coming the nick of time. The yeah, neck of time. He's, all the these aliens coming down to his cave and we're here for the Jedi. And then they come yeah, <laughs> they yeah. come in and he's gotta build it really quick because yeah. he's scared and and they'll yeah, shoot and into the it. Yeah. They'll shoot into the cave and then You'll just see. Yeah, and, and it's all okay because <laughs> he did manage to build it in time. Yeah, yeah, and then they have to put there'll be one between episode seven no. and episode eight where they choose when he chooses what type of hood he wants to yeah. wear. Yeah, sorry, I forgot a detail with the lightsaber. Oh, okay. When he builds it first, it will be a bit shitty because he's just built it. It'll be like Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Right. How it'll be like sparking a bit. Yeah, and he'll come out with it. Yeah, and uh, but he'll be able to use it just in time, just about to. Yeah. Uh, to fight off these aliens, yeah. but then it'll break, and you'll have to go get it repaired by R two. R two, I think R two will already be there, okay. possibly, but he'll have a spare crystal right. doing <laughs> doing his laundry and stuff. Yeah, R two will have a spare crystal in his circuits. Okay, and he will use that crystal because the first crystal got burnt up because he didn't use the lightsaber. He didn't build it properly right, the first yeah, time. Yeah. And then, uh, and then he'll, he'll finally at the end of it, he'll get the lightsaber. And then it will be him going down to Tatooine and uh, rescuing Han Solo. And that's how it will end. Brilliant. Imagine lots of shows like that. Lots yeah. of episodes. So all the, all the, 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 like the, the slight two-year gap between four and five and five and six and one and three and all that sort of thing. Yeah. It will just be the stuff that happened in there. Yeah, they'll yeah. all be fleshed out. Yeah. You know, so that bit in Revenge of the Sith where... Uh, now for saving your skin for the tenth time, ninth time. That business on Kate and the Moir that doesn't count. Yeah. That, you know that line? So that'll be one of them. Oh, you mean that Obi-Wan Anakin? Yeah, yeah, yeah when they yeah, yeah. fall into the nest of god dogs. Yeah, the nest of yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah. Unless that's in Clone Wars. Yeah, I think be, a lot of this stuff is real flesh. You know in Clone Wars, there's this whole thing. It's between the other people like Admiral Akbar, mm. the, the, the Calamari, and there's these other... Mon Calamari. Yeah. It's not just Calamari. Oh, I thought they were called the Calamari. The Mon Calamari. There's this other species that are like... They're like squid people. And they yeah. have a whole war. Amazing. There's a whole war that goes on in between the Clone Wars. This sounds like Aquaman. It looks like Aquaman, actually. Brilliant. From what I've seen. But yeah, that's all I know about Star Wars. Okay, great. So we... Can we have a short what? one episode of Obi-Wan living on Tatooine and spying on Luke's aunt? <laughs> <laughs> well, she's in the and rule. She's uh, I'd, she's taken, I'd divorce her. Yeah, she's. Been, I'd definitely cheat on her. <laughs> oh, you and we're so sorry. We're so we sorry, actually yeah. really like you. We and, really but, like you. That's why we have to take this. It all went. It was going so right, and then it all went so wrong. Oh, I didn't even get to the Star Wars films. Oh, bloody <laughs> fuck! Yeah, okay, here we go. I'll brace myself. Right, there's a film coming out called. Which is going to be directed by Patty Jenkins, who directed oh, really? okay. Wonder Woman yeah. and the new Wonder Woman and some other stuff. And it's going to be called Rogue Squadron. Fucking hell. So it's going to be about the squadron that destroy the Death Stars. That's, Rogue that's One. That's the poster for it. God. We know all about them already. Enough that we even care. But we don't know. I don't know who Rogue Squadron is. This are. is going to be about Porkins. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kids who just got fat and died. Yeah. <laughs> Rogue Squadron. So I think that is the squad that Luke's in, in when they take out the Death Star in episode four, isn't it? Yeah. I think. Um, 
He's fucking porkins. He's really fat. Yeah. Like George Lucas didn't give that character so a chance. Fat, so fat he just he doesn't get out of his uh, his cockpit. Yeah. He just sits there wanking. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Rogue Squadron, brilliant. More stuff we don't. Now that's coming miss. out in December 2023. Oh, I feel we're dead by then. Right. Disney also discussed an untitled Taika Waititi Star Wars movie. You know who Taika Waititi is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taika, Wa- Taika Waititi Star Wars movie, um, which has already been announced, but that's also in development. So no is one it, knows what it's about yet. I bet you it's about how Chewbacca keeps his hair so straight. I think this one, if I remember rightly, I can't really, I was sort of nearly asleep by this point, but they sort of, when they described this film, they kind of made it seem like it was going to take place after episode nine. Great, okay. What do you mean, great? That's what we want. <laughs> is this, uh, it's going to be about fucking uh, Ray's daughter, who is also an orphan, but know, also bro. Ray's daughter. That's the era of Star Wars that I want to go to. I don't want any more of this. I don't want any more stuff in the Nine series. Anything in... I want... I'll, I, I can deal with before, right, a bit. Because if it's like a thousand years before, sure. Yeah, well before or well after. Yeah, I can't... I don't want any more in the Nine... Just... What happened in but between if you think this about episode? It, if you think about episode. it, episodes one to nine and all the other films that come into it, they all happen in like a 50-year period. Yeah. The much. whole thing happens in like a 50, maybe 75-year period, Yeah, basically. So just don't, yeah, do, yeah. don't do anything. I mean, a Star Wars, the universe has got its own dates and year system, hasn't it? It's like ABY and all this sort of thing. So from the moment Qui-Gon lands on... Well, the, from the moment Anakin is conceived yeah. to the moment Ray lights the yellow lightsaber at the end of it. Yeah. That whole period is probably like 75 years, isn't it? Like, if you think um, about it. I don't know. It's hard to say. I, can't, I don't really know, to be honest. It can't be much more. I think it's probably that. like 100 years. Right? Maybe 100 years. Okay, fine. So say it's 100 years. I would love to see a whole load of Star Wars stuff, none of which is set in that 100 years. I think they should just black tape off that 100-year period and go to the Old Republic at the height of the Republic, like the birth of the Sith originally and all that sort of thing, or just go way into the future. Bring it into the modern day. Apparently it's a long time ago, far, far away. What's happening now in that galaxy? How much time passed between Phantom Menace and Rise of Skywalker? 66 years. There you go. Right. So everything- That's way less time than I thought it was. Yeah. Well, it's basically Darth Vader's lifetime, isn't it? Yeah. Plus, maybe 10 years after his death. Or, plus, it's Darth Vader and Luke's combined lifetime. Yeah. From when Anakin's a kid to when Luke's an old man. Everything happens in that. Right. Which is like... It's too... I can't even, I can't even think about it. I don't even know. It's yeah, too complicated. So it's, it's basically two people's lifetime. Right. It's, it's my lifetime plus our dad's, or right. your lifetime plus our dad's lifetime. So it's not like it's 100 years, one generation. Right. So don't really give a shit about anything that See, happens in there. We've seen it all now. Yeah, go way into the past. But you like have to see. Republic. We have to see what Ahsoka Tano was doing. No, I don't care. Go <clears> way into <throat> the past, Old Republic, or way into the future. And as it's a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, bring it to the modern day. What's happening in that galaxy right now? <laughs> Present- I know this is so. I know this is so stupid. When I watched uh, Force Awakens in the cinema, you know when they fly, when Ray flies to the pl- planet where Luke's on. Yeah. Yeah. I was like. That player looks like Earth. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was, like she was going to go in and it was just going to be Earth yeah. <laughs> for a second. I was like, that would be really dumb. Instead I'm of glad they didn't yeah, do it though. I think they should change it. So instead of a long time in a galaxy, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, they should just put present day, 
galaxy far, far away. <laughs> and then tell us a story there. No, that's the one thing we've got left. They, they took the cruel away every now and again. They bring it back during the pissing skywalkers and death stars I'm, i love the i love the universe i'm just so so fatigued with the the storyline yeah they need to just expand you know Exp- just draw a line under it leave it alone and go way into the future or way into the past the amount of stuff that goes on like in the books and comic books and all these other kind of materials from like the old Republic when there was a major Jedi versus Sith war. Yeah. That's got nothing to do with Skywalker. Isn't that the thing they're doing though? The, that show, the the High Republic show. Yeah. yeah. All right. Probably is something to do with that. High Republic is like 10,000 years before. Yeah. Probably that's probably what they're doing. The peak of the Republic when the Jedi were very numerous and the Sith were very actually dangerous and it wasn't just Palpatine wanting power to do nothing with. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah, they're not gonna do that though. <laughs> It'll be lame. It'll be like she'll be the main character. Will be like a, a female, and she'll be like a Sith Lord, but she wants to be a Jedi. They'll do the opposite. <laughs> yeah, where she'll be raised a Sith Lord to be a Sith, yeah. but she'll she'll be looking at the Jedi like, oh, I want to be good like them, because yeah. they can't just have a yeah. they can't just be a villain as the main character because that's just too scary for yeah. kids. And they'll, and it'll be Palpatine's great mother, yeah. great grandmother. <laughs> And she'll be called Pamela Palpatine. Yeah. Yeah. And there'll be like a prophecy where she's going to... Um, yeah, and the Palpatine will be good, and then there'll be a Sky Wanderer who's a, a villain. Yeah. And it'll be Anakin's mum's mum's mum. Yeah. But they, yeah, they won't call him Skywalker. They'll call him the Sky Wanderer. The Sky Wanderer, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's how it becomes Skywalker. Yeah. And that she's called that because she was once thrown out of a window. <laughs> <laughs> For yeah. being... For being too <laughs> much of a prick, yeah, and it'll and be, pa- be- Pam Pam Pampa Palpatine, <laughs> and um, and there'll be some guy drinking gin, yeah, and Leia and Leia Skywanderer, Leia the Skywanderer, yeah, Leia. They'll call her Leia just to mix it up a little bit, and make it different, yeah, and they'll keep having like everything's got to be of, prophecy, yeah. There'll be a prophecy of a big bowl with a hole in it in the sky that lasers people. And they'll It'll be on cave paintings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll be like, wow, that star looks really death. Oh, we should call it the death of star. Or, but it looks more like a base that kills stars. Yeah. Oh, good job we've got these X-shaped winged flight things we can use. What should we call this bucket that rolls around? I don't know. It's the second one. R2? Yeah, all of that will happen. Oh, <laughs> that's now canon. Yeah. yeah. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com, code GLOW. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.